6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, you know what? She uh, she arrived at the Olympics, the unquestioned star of the games. She's considered to be the greatest gymnast of all times. She struggled, uh, at least by her standards, during qualifying and has decided she will not defend her Olympic title. Simone Biles has withdrawn from Thursday's all-around competition to focus on her mental well-being. The decision comes a day after Biles removed herself from the team final following one rotation because she felt that she wasn't mentally ready. No decision has been made on whether or not she's going to compete in the uh, individual events next week. Now, Biles is just the latest in a series of high-profile athletes, including tennis star Naomi Osaka, who have used their platforms to discuss mental health and their struggles. Biles says it's important that athletes don't ignore cues that something isn't right. Yeah, I say um, put mental health first because... If you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport and you're not going to succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are rather than just battle through it. Our next guest is a Canadian Olympian. In fact, he went from a recreational skier to the Olympics in four years. What? Uh, he's now a seven times New York Times bestseller and sought-after motivational speaker. Vince Placente grew up in Sherwood Park. He now calls the Dallas area home. Vince, welcome to 630 Chad. I, I am thrilled to be with you. I, I got the email and went, heck yeah, I'll, I'll come on this call. You were, say, you were saying that you grew up listening to 630 Chad. Yeah, West Montgomery. I don't even know if he's. Uh, I know he passed away. I think. I think I read that somewhere. But uh, yeah, West Montgomery was on the radio every morning. Listen to six thirty, Chad. <laughs> well, I'm sure glad that you were able to join us this afternoon, Vince. Give me an idea. What was your reaction when you when you heard about uh, Simone Biles' decision? When you've been hearing about Naomi Osaka recently as well, saying you know yeah. she's not going to yeah. compete. Like that decision is huge to make at on the hugest stage. I, I, I'm absolutely amazed at the maturity that Simone Biles and other athletes like Osaka are having on a world's forum like this and really being honest with you. I mean, we're not allowed as athletes to be fragile. Mm. We're not allowed. We, we just aren't allowed. And back in the day, I remember after, after my Olympic experience, um, I was feeling very fragile. And I didn't tell anybody because you just – I didn't think I was allowed to. I didn't think it was – something I could because I felt lost I felt what am, what am I doing and I didn't reach out to anybody and uh, it was a very uncertain time there you know and, and to look at what's going on now and I you know we might be making a little bit bigger of a deal of it, of it for Simone Biles I mean she's got a massive amount of pressure mm -hmm. but she was just realizing that she was in a deficit situation as an athlete and when you know you, what you know she pulled herself out and she said, no, not right now. And she'll be back. I mean, there's no question that she's can, she can rally. She's done it many times before. Um, but for us in the public and us in the media to be able to give her, cut her some slack and say, I respect that. And, uh, and not for her to be attacked by yeah. in any measure. And I am not seeing that I'm seeing people respect that. So it's nice to see that, uh, 
these athletes are being humanized. Right? You, know, <laughs> you know, Vince, I'm curious to know, like, how how do athletes balance the pressure that they put on themselves, the pressure that's put on by their associations, their the the, the pressure that's put on by fans? You know, how, mm-hmm. that that's a tricky juggling act, isn't it? It is. The optics of it is. But what's what's really going on as an athlete is you prepare for pressure situations. So I can look back at, at how my DNA was enriched by being in high pressure situations and how to how to consciously deal with any pressure filled situation to be able to step up and have peak performance, right? Mm-hmm. Peak performance in the, at, the, at that time. Um, and so we're really wired to be able to handle those situations, which and when I say part of the DNA, you move on through life and you get in pressure situations and you kind of go, yeah, I got this. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, you, you know how to deal with pressure situations. And so that, that's, that's a episodic, if you will. When we're dealing with something that's over a period of time, then you're starting to realize, wait a minute, I'm feeling like mm-hmm. uh, I need help and I can reach out and, People like uh, Canadian Olympian goaltender Corey um, Hirsch mm-hmm. out in Vancouver. I mean, Corey's been very vocal about mental health and, and what he dealt with back in the day, and it's just been more normalized that we're human, and if you need help, seek help. You know, I think it's an important conversation uh, to have, and, and, and more and more, all, all, all the way across the board. I mean, you talked about your experience. I mean, you went from, as I mentioned when I was introducing you, from a recreational skiing. I mean, you graduated from, uh, you graduated from uh, the U of A. You went on to doing some sports marketing. You did some stuff with uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Winter Games, and then you decided you wanted to be an Olympian, and you became yeah. an Olympian in four years, which is just unbelievable in itself but you talked about after competing in in france i think that was 1992 that you that you mm-hmm. were that you were fragile and that nothing was really in place there so what did you do at that time and how do you deal with it now oh man i it, well i actually it's funny enough it took me this long to write a book about it i call it the earthquake and um, it's really a book about a, a parable about an ant and an elephant. The ant is the conscious mind. The elephant is the subconscious mind. And the parable is designed for these characters to deal with a personal earthquake. And um, from life experience, I can tell you that uh, there's no bullet, silver bullet that you can take. Uh, and then the the advice of just let go and let it be. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's that's nice, but uh, you're dealing with a dumpster fire of a life sometimes that is just not things aren't working. You're feeling stuck, and having gone through some periods of time like that, and also experienced the highs. Uh, what I have learned is what got you here won't necessarily get you there. Mm. And and so whatever level of sophistication or ability or evidence that you've had, you've had, you can handle any situation. New things that hit us hard, like a pandemic, and who knew how to deal with that? It's not the earthquake that that we have to deal with. It's the after the earthquake, mm. the aftershocks. And so um, being able to be in that space where you just stay curious, mm. just stay curious and uh, give, cut yourself some slack. I mean, imagine being an athlete, Simone Biles being just pulled in all these different directions. I mean, I was just a 
guy going to the Olympic Games in Alberville. <laughs> and I remember being pulled in a bunch of different directions saying, hey, you guys need to back off a little bit here. I've got a competition <laughs> to deal with. And so, um, yeah, it's a challenge. And uh, I'm really in admiration of how she's handling it. And and I love how people are responding with respect and grace. Vince, Vince, uh, Vince Placenti joining me this afternoon. A Canadian Olympian uh, competed in, what was it, speed skiing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Back in uh, two hundred, yeah, two hundred and sixteen kilometers an hour uh, was oh. the national record for a while. But uh, there's some guy in Quebec that broke that record. I thought for a minute, hey, I'm gonna have a comeback, and I went, hell no, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Again, <laughs> for your health, that was probably good thinking. Before I let you go, Vince, I mean, you know, th this the, these Olympics um, have been just so topsy turvy. I mean, the Olympics itself, you know, kind of there's been all sorts of controversy, the pandemic pushing pushing um, a, an Olympian's training uh, back by another year. And I, I would think, and again, I'm, I'm not an athlete. I talk on the radio. I, I would mm -hmm. suspect that you try to peak at a time. How do yeah. you think that that and that pushback of a year and no fans really in the stands has impacted the athletes? Well, starting with no fans doesn't make a difference unless you're in a, used to, like, gymnastics or figure skating i mean if there was something like that then they are used to having fans but generally we were distracted by fans in our mm. events because we were going what wait did you hear that it was fifty thousand people wow that was weird <laughs> and you're trying to focus on that so let's get that out of the way and then the training thing it worked for some athletes gosh if i had one more year before the olympics i could maybe peak better so that was to their advantage to others that were kind of, this is my last Olympics, they went, oh, gosh, here I go, another 12 months. That's okay. They, they dealt with it, and they figured it out. Uh, so it, it was a, a good, bad thing to have that extra year. And now with the next Olympics just three years mm -hmm. away, the next Summer Olympics, that's a bonus for any athlete to go, wait a minute, I can, I can figure this out. So uh, I wouldn't say that's a controversy. It's just... Um, COVID. I mean, the Latin word for your plans have changed. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, so. I sure appreciate your time this afternoon. I'm going to have to leave it here just because of timing. I'd, I'd yeah. love to talk to you again in the future, though. Yeah, Let's bring it. I, I, I love 6.30, Chad. I mean, I don't tell the other stations. <laughs> but you guys, uh, many fond memories of listening to 6.30, Chad. So thank you. Uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, Vince Placenti joining us this afternoon, a Canadian Olympian. Uh, you know, competed in 92, was uh, held records for a long, long time in speed skiing. Uh, grew up in Sherwood Park, now calls Dallas home.